Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to another episode of The Gap with Brielle. I'm Brielle, your resident host and bestie, and may I say it is a pleasure and an honor to have you here today. So without further ado, let's head over to the kitchen and see what we got for Drink of the Week. Alrighty, so we made it to the kitchen. Now, all holiday season, I will be making holiday drinks. So, starting off hot today, we will be making the Grinch because you betcha, it's green. Let's get into it. So, starting off with two shots of Midori. Fun fact, it's supposed to be this like green melon liqueur. I don't know. It looks a little sus, but um, we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna try it out today. Also, y'all, I got a real shaker. So we were actually in business today. Very exciting. And then next up, we put in 1.5 shots of vodka. I'm using Tito's. And then we're gonna add a squeeze of lemon juice. And then we're gonna add some ice and shake that up. And then pour it out. And then we're going to top that all off with some ginger beer. And there you have it, the Grint. Now that we got our little drink, our little cocktail, let's get into it. So this episode will be with a special little guest. So I brought my friend on and we talk about honestly a little bit of everything. So I hope you enjoy. Oh my God. Hi, hi, hi. Today is a super special day because I have a guest, which I'm super excited about. So guess why don't you introduce yourself to the crew? What's good, crew? My name is Aaron Curtis and I'm one of Gabby's friends from high school. So, you know. Excited to be on a podcast today. Is this your first ever podcast? I believe so. Like, I think, yeah, this is my first official podcast. I am literally so honored. I wanted you on because I feel like you're like the creative friend, the creative person. And I just like, you, you just had to be on the show. So I bet you didn't know when you came on today that a thing that I like to do with my guests is put you in the hot seat so we can get the real tea of who you are and what's going on. And then also we haven't caught up in a while. So I'm interested to see your little hot takes. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Number one, you should always tip 20%. Well, I think tipping is based on service. So like if it's good service, for sure. But I don't know. I've been in situations where people have given like bad service. Same. And it does. I still will tip, but it probably won't be as high. You know what I mean? No, I think for me, like I don't always tip 20% because sometimes it's like you said, really bad service. Number two, liking someone's thirst trap on Instagram is a form of cheating. It's kind of hard. Like I feel like if it's somebody that's obtainable, yes. But if it's like somebody that you know you'll never come in contact with, I think it's kind of normal. Okay, so like, let me put a like POV. Okay, say we're dating and I'm liking like all these guys' pictures where like you can see the print, they're shirtless, they have tattoos, and I'm just like scrolling, like, 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 like. You'd be like, these, yeah, no problem. Do these guys like live where we are at or are they in no. like another state? No, but it's like all I like on Instagram. Maybe that's, 
I don't know. I don't think that's that bad because maybe that's just what you're into. I think it's like entertainment, you know? So to you, you say no, it doesn't count as cheating and you wouldn't mind. I don't think it counts as cheating. I wouldn't huh. mind. Interesting. Next up, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think yes, but also, I don't know, it can make the heart grow apart as well. So, mm. you know, I've been in a situation like that. So, you know, it depends. If both people want it, then yes. But if both people don't want it, then no. Wait, spill the tea. What was the situation? This is hard to explain. This is Next really question. Hard. Next question. Preheating the oven is unnecessary. I do preheat the oven. I mean, I haven't used my oven in a while. Because I don't bake. Like, I'm a dude. Are you an air fryer queen? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yo, I was looking at this thing on Twitter, and it's like, people try to air fry, like, things that I'm pretty sure shouldn't even be air fried. Like, no one cooks anymore. They just air fry stuff. Like, that's it. I saw my grandma cook a steak in one one time, and I was like, (laughs) need this. (laughs) A frozen steak. (laughs) Stop. No. I'm telling you, it's the future. Oh, I can't. No, I I think you have to preheat the oven. Otherwise, how is it going to be warm? I'm like confused. I've only used the oven for like fish sticks or stuff like that when I was like Fish stick? Yeah, like, you know, like when you're a boy, you just eat frozen food all day. You know? First of all, frozen food has no gender preference, okay? I'm a frozen food lover. Trader Joe's, frozen food. I've never been to Trader Joe's. <gasps> You've never been to Trader Joe's? No. You have to go. You have it's to go. good. It's like, what's the difference between like Trader Joe's and like Walmart? That's insulting, but basically. I, know, I, I can't believe you said something like that. Basically, yeah. it's the experience you get. They have like weird niche things, but also they're like, it's basically fun food. That's how I can describe it the best. It's fun food. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You should. It's so good. Next up, extroverts get further in. I mean, if you're able to like talk to anybody or be in any type of room and be able to like control yourself nicely, I think you're ahead of people who maybe can't, you know, explain themselves verbally as well. You know, I think it gives you an advantage because people when you walk into a room, people want to talk to the guy that's easy to talk to. They don't want to talk to the guy that's standing in the corner, you know? You're right. And if you know one of those guys, please give them my number. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know what I'm saying? Okay. And last but not least, you should delete your ex's nudes from your phone. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah? Like every time you break up with someone, you do like a clean sweep? I think it's respectable, you know, because a lot of times I think like when photos get out, it might not even be like the person being evil, but... You know, somebody got in their phone. You know, you just never know. So it's better just wipe it all away. So if anything gets out, you know, it wasn't your fault. You don't have any control in that, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely agree. So with that, you're out of the hot seat. How was it? It was good. I'm sweating a little bit, but I'm good. (laughs) This is only the beginning. Next up, we do thoughts of the week, which is basically where I write down all my thoughts of the week. So let's get into it. Starting off, Thanksgiving just passed. What is your low vibrational plate? What was on your plate? Give me the feels. Give me the food. I just want to I wanna transport myself to your Thanksgiving. Okay, so the plate, got to have the mac and cheese. Very important. Baked. Oh, yeah, for sure. Come okay, okay, okay. Then you got to do the vegetables, so you're going to get some greens. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's cool. Uh, 
gotta go to chicken gotta go chicken for uh, thanksgiving yeah my fam that's crazy no yeah that is crazy i never have chicken for thanksgiving it's always like turkey or ham pause there was a lot of meat there was, <laughs> there was- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are we five? Okay. <laughs> it was, Thanksgiving was cool this year. It was, it was kind of like, it was just a lot. This is like my first Thanksgiving since I, I moved. So it was mm. a little different, you know? So speaking of moving, where did you move? Like we literally, let's give some background. So when we lived at home during the pandemic, we would hang out like all the time, right? And then I moved and then like, we split our ways or whatever because life and now we're back and I haven't talked to you in so long so catch me up are you single where did you move to what are you doing like give me give me the update like what's going on with you so I moved to New York a couple months ago working on my dreams right now I'm in the multimedia area so and I'm single right now I'm just enjoying life you know figuring things out no relationships right now just a lot of cool vibes Okay. So before we got on screen, we were talking a lot about social media and you were telling me like how you work in social media. And then also like you're trying to do social media stuff on the side and how it's kind of like mentally taxing. And I was just telling you my struggles with it. So tell me how you're balancing. How is it working in social media versus like doing it in your free time, et cetera? It can be a lot of times. I think like where I'm doing it for my scene studies. What's a scene study? So a scene study is just basically like when I take a clip or like a film and I break it down, what's actually happening. So I'm studying the scene, but I'm recording it for everybody to see. What is your favorite scene study that you've done so far? I've done three. So I've done one on Angel Egg, the movie The Best Man, and A Bronx Tale. I've only seen one of the three, but okay. Mm-hmm. Understand. I like the best man because it was my first one, and like it just it was good to actually start because a lot of times we stop ourselves by not even starting. So that was good. Tell me about but- it. how have you curbed like getting caught up in like the views and the likes because lately. That has been taking me out. Well, comparison is always the thief of joy. So it's good to just focus on your own personal growth because I deal with the same thing. And then also, like, yeah, definitely. Like my goal really, and it really helps me. I just want to, I just want to get as much views as I have followers. If the video does more views and I have followers, I don't complain, you know? Mm, That's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, you know? Honestly, I don't even know what the algorithm does anymore. So it's fine. It's so crazy because it's like you, you could catch an algorithm. Like one video I did, I posted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. went crazy like i'm talking about like it got like fifty thousand views stop and i'm so serious i was so surprised but look i got so happy because everybody was commenting everybody was commenting good things and right. i was i was putting my feelings of feeling good towards mm. the accomplishment right when yeah. you have to separate yourself from the art because if you do there's going to be highs and lows. So as much as you feel the highs, you're going to feel the lows. So I was so happy that everybody was commenting good things. And then a couple of people commented bad things. And it made me feel really bad. Yeah. because I was, I was so happy about the good things. So I had to learn. I had to separate myself from the art. Like 
it's it's okay that I'm just trying and I have goals and I set it and I'm going to those goals. Like everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. As separating yourself from the art, I just feel like is hard because you have to have passion to do this in your free time. Like honestly, I'd rather be on my couch right now watching Netflix. Not from talking to you. Obviously you're great, <laughs> but like I have a real life. Like I would like to be a happy hour right now. And I think it's really hard to separate yourself from the work when you kind of have to put some heart into it. Otherwise, like why would you do it in the first place like you're not getting paid yet by the way manifesting that for us but speaking of which I wanted to talk about your top three best movies or shows of all time maybe people can check it out at home okay so I'll do three movies and I'll do three tv shows one tv show it got canceled but it was on Netflix it was Resident Evil was really good what? The new Is that se- an anime show? No, no, no. It's um live action, and the main characters were women, which I thought was really cool. Okay, no. It was like kind of a twist on the Resident Evil story. It was really good. Kept me like really attached all the way through the series, but they didn't renew it for season two, so there's only season one to watch, but it was really good. Okay. Another show, we'll talk about another woman-led show, Abbott Elementary yes so good so freaking good i like greg i feel like i relate relate to him so much who do you think i am i don't she's the main character i don't know her actor name janine yes i give janine yes i can't i can't okay and what's number three third tv show i watched this year oh atlanta it came to an end the last episode was a couple weeks ago such such a great show i've never had episodes relate to me so deeply like that's great tv right there so i started to watch atlanta i couldn't fully get into it i don't know why but i did see the goofy episode like go viral i did watch that episode you're like you're missing you're missing the whole point i know no no no. i love that episode because like of course it was fake like a black person didn't make a goofy movie but i remember as a child me and my friends all loving that movie. And we all felt like it had situations that were like felt home to us in the movie. But I didn't, I was too young to understand that concept. So right. I just thought it was cool with the him to run with that idea and then explain like, you know, why a lot of creators in Hollywood go crazy. Like it was a, to me, it was kind of like the real experience, you know? Right. So that was dope. But yeah, I, if you go through the series, there's episodes you can relate to. There was a, therapy episode really amazing just a great show overall okay well I would definitely check them out really quick my top three that I keep on repeat lately sex in the city okay call it what you want because I see you looking at me crazy call it what you want number two insecure okay, okay. I feel like I feel like I love that show so much because I feel like I can relate to Issa through all of her stages. I'm currently in her like still working her corporate job and trying to figure out her dream stage. And then number three, lately movie Intergalactic. Have you seen it? So freaking good. Sounds very familiar. The, it's the Kid Cudi movie and it's like a love story. Oh, 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 oh on Netflix. Amazing. <gasps> amazing. Uh freaking amazing and how like the soundtrack like looped into it and the graphics it was so good so since it's the holiday season i wanted to give cozy i wanted to give warm i wanted to give all the things give me your top three of all time like cozy movie recommendations you are the movie guy so i want to see what you come up with okay so number one it's an animated movie on cartoon network 
Me and my little sister used to watch it. Huh. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Give a synopsis without spoiling it. Basically, it's a family and the grandma walks outside. Santa is like coming for Christmas and he hits her. He knocks her out and he takes her to the North Pole back with her uh, with him because he's like, oh, my God, we hit this lady. And then they basically are trying to find the grandma and they're suing Santa in the middle. It's like a great film. Not suing Santa. I guess I forgot about that part, but it was so freaking good. I love that movie. Okay, number two. This Christmas, live action, star-studded cast, Chris Brown. Chris Brown? Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a great movie. Basically, it's like a family. They're getting together for Christmas, and they're all dealing with their uh, small stuff, and it brings them closer together at the end. It's very wholesome. yeah. But also like slightly chaotic, but that's why it's a yeah. classic. Okay, last one. Last one. This is my personal favorite. I love the movie Elf. So freaking good. Everyone loves Elf. I feel like that's a classic. My top three holiday movies. One, I can't believe A Christmas Story did not chart for you. Anywhere, like the original one. Have you seen the new one though? I have not seen the new one. No. Yeah, it just came out on HBO Max like a few weeks ago. Really good. But um, actually, no, I lied. It was it was kind of mid. I like the classic better. So A Christmas Story, number one. Number two, Elf. So you did say that one. And then number three, I actually really like National Lampoon's Family Vacation, which is basically like it just shows like Christmas from a family's like POV and like the chaos that comes with that, but also like the fun parts. So good. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen that movie, but I remember when I was younger, I used to always want to watch it with my siblings, but they never let me. I will say the Christmas one has one like slightly explicit scene or whatever. So maybe that's why. Okay. But since you are a guest, you get three freebie topics. So I said they can be broad as you want them to be. Let's talk about Black Panther. I saw the first one. Iconic. It came out... How many years ago? I was in college. So I want to say 2017, 2018. Okay. And when it came out, what was the significance of the film to you? Like, why do you want to talk about it? What, like, stood out about the film to you? Being able to see that representation. Before, when you thought of superheroes, you never really got the Black superhero how we wanted it. So Black Panther was the first. When I tell you that going to the movies to see it, the first one was an experience. Yeah. It was a theater. It was so amazing. It felt like brotherhood. It felt like family in a theater. It was amazing. I wanted to go see it three times, but just being able to see characters that look like you, see a nation that's, you know, on their own, they control everything and they're in power. And with people that look like us, is just really amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. I saw it for the first time with my family and it was like a whole big thing. So for me, I don't like really watch Marvel movies like that. Like I pick and choose like, oh yeah, I'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy or like Avengers and like Black Panther, but I'm not like in it, in it. But it was definitely like a life-changing experience. Like it was just, just the storyline, the graphics, the acting, it just hit different. So with that, without spoilers, if you give spoilers, I'm going to be so mad at you. Give me the synopsis of number two. Like what can I be expecting? So without any spoilers, the movie's about grief and how we deal with it and ways to deal with it. So it's a love letter to Chadwick Boseman, who passed away from cancer, who mm. was the, in the first Black Panther. So a great movie. You know, 
it's gonna be an emotional roller coaster. So okay. be ready. Hold on. Be ready. Okay. Right. And that's it, man. That's all I can say. I will definitely be going to watch it. So what is your second topic of choice? Let's talk about like how interesting your 20s gets. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I have a whole mental health notes about it. I'm telling you like, you know, when you're, you're young and you're like, I can't wait till I grow up. And your parents are like, don't rush to grow up. Yeah. It's like real. Like, of course, I love my life. I love where I'm at. But okay. having a job, worrying about bills, worrying about, you know, mental health, everything you have to do every day, two days on the weekend. No, I get it completely. I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Let's go with pros versus cons. So pros. Love my independence. I also like that adulthood forces you to trust yourself like you're gonna make decisions some of them are gonna be good some of them are gonna be bad it's just really making me trust myself which is like huge for me but what are the pros of adulting for you so far and then we'll get into cons because let's be (laughs) so to get into pros like you said it's just that freedom like if you want to invite somebody over Mm. you know you want you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't I have know to. Ask it's just free. Like you can do whatever you want. It's yeah. that freedom. And I think just feeling like an adult is good. Like it feels good. It's hard, but it feels good. You're like, wow, I'm doing this myself now. I'm like, I'm really an adult. I'm proud of myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So those are some pros for sure. All right. Now let's get into this. I would say it gets lonely sometimes, you know? Just being real. Okay. Like adult. And let's say you move to a new city, you're not mm. with people, you know, you have to kind of start over. But it's a good challenge that you have. But, it, it, you know, it's tough at times, you know, so. No, I definitely get it. Like, my parents are always rooting for me to go back to the DMV. And I'm like, I get it. I have friends that I knew since I was five. I have had friends, like, even you. Like, I've known you since high school. And, like, when everyone comes home for break or et cetera, then it's just like, hey, like, you know who to text. And I feel like there's something so comforting about that. But at the same time, it's just, like, it's good to, like, see the rest of the world. And, like, like you said, it's really exciting to start over. Also, I feel like no one prepared me for the amount of cleaning that I needed to do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Why? I need to clean my bed, clean dishes, sweep, clean my car. Like, there's so much cleaning that goes into adulthood that I'm like, I'm exhausted. Exactly. Like, when you, like, probably when you were home, you know, I have like three brothers and sisters. So it's like, okay, they're going to do that. I just got to do this this week. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, you have to do everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. Every time. Yeah, I know. And I think the last part, at least for me, that's super hard about adulting is the mental health aspect of having to bounce back so fast. Like the part of adulthood that's like, yeah, you may feel sad or you may feel like you're not doing enough or you may feel less than, but guess what? Someone has to cook the food. Someone has to go to their nine to five and perform. Like someone has to do all these extra things. Like you don't have time to like mope around on the outside or like feel things for too long because you're always expected to like bounce back. Like you need to be on top of it. A hundred percent. It's also like, like you said, you go to, let's say you might be dealing with something. It doesn't matter. You have to go to work today and your employer 
No, if you're sick, you can call out, oh, I'm sick. People, oh, go home. If you have, let's just say, a heartbreak, you mm-hmm. can't you can't tell your employer like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you like, have to work. Yeah. Like, but it's really a challenge. It's really a challenge. I feel like mainly from the older generation, like, I'll tell my parents, and they'll be like, ha. And I'm like, right, right. It's ha, ha, but like, not really. Like, let's let's reel it in. But <laughs> this is my life we're laughing at. Exactly. So topic number three. Last but not least, let's talk about let's talk about being a creative. How about that? I feel like it's multifaceted. One, you have to be multi-platform. So you're not usually just managing your Instagram. It might be like Instagram and TikTok, Instagram and YouTube. Right now I'm doing three, like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. So for you, are you only on Instagram or are you doing, I thought you did like a little YouTube stuff too, right? I'm doing like, okay. So I'm posting, I do the video, which is probably like a five minute video. I post it on YouTube. Okay. I cut it into clips. I post it on YouTube Shorts. I post it on Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, and TikTok. So okay, I mean, so exactly. You, yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. Social media can be really damaging to the mind and reality. I feel like because it causes you to focus on so many things instead of just like what you had, you know, before. So it's good to just focus on what you got. You know, like J Cole said, "Ain't no life better than yours." Because I think I was talking to you about this a little bit off camera, but social media, because everyone's on it all the time, it's like 24 7, 365 is like you're thinking, like, oh, I like miss my moment. Cause like I'm not posting, I'm not engaging, I'm not doing all this stuff. FOMO is like so crazy. Like fear of missing out. Like sometimes you're like, it's after work, you're just like, oh, I wanna lay down. But then you're like, damn, there's probably somebody working harder than me right now. It's really <laughs> stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So mental health tips from creator to creator. Just have fun. You know, remember why you're doing it. Have fun, create good content, focus on creating good content, and then everything else will work itself out from there. My advice is consistency is key. So just keep going. So with that, we will be moving into our next segment of the one-liners that hit this week. Let's get into it. I will go first so you can kind of get a feel, a vibe. So my first one is from The Front Bottoms and the song is Everyone Blooms. And the one liner is no matter where you are, you're going to be fine, fine, fine. And that just hit for me this week. I just feel like no matter where you are, like near or far, like you're going to be fine. Like it's all going to work out. And I was just like, that hit for me. So for you, what was yours? Okay, so my friend Birdie P., he always Birdie sends me, me, I know, I know, my friend, though, he always sends me like quotes from Little Baby, because that's one of his favorite rappers. The song's called Paid the Fine. Okay. I ain't missing my shot in this shit. Everyone don't get a turn. And it's just, it's kind of like a reality. Like you really got to take everything serious because some of these chances you get, everybody doesn't get. Hmm. So you got to act like it, you know? Okay. All right. Yeah. My next one and my last one is from Push and P by Young okay. Thug. And just okay. the one liner is Push and P. First of all, let's pause. And as a collective, what does Push and P mean to you? Push and P. I mean, it just means like, 
accomplishing player. Like, you know, being yourself, being real, being player, you know what I mean? No, to me, it's kind of in the same ballpark of pushing P is like, I am on my grind. Like, I am pushing P. Like, it's giving pressure. Like, do you see this? So that's my one line <laughs> for this week. I'm like, yeah, I'm pushing P. So what's your last one? Oh, man. I'll just go with Drake, uh, Jumbotron shit. And he was like, these got me fucked up, man. I'm too amped. And I just, I relate to that, you know? Feel You're like too amped? I'm too amped. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm turnt. I'm not taking no negativity. It's mm-hmm. all positivity on here, on this side, you know? That's mm-hmm. how I'm moving forward. If it's negative, miss me with it. I'm not trying to hear it. Mm. Only positive things, so. Mm. I love the energy. I love the confidence. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm really feeling that. Well, we can't end the show. I know this is your first time. So I end it with the thing I heard in the world that made me say, I know that's right. And it's basically my gym of the week. Either something that you heard this week that I say makes you say, I know that's right. Like you heard it and you were like, facts like I know that's right so the thing that I heard this week that made me say I know that's right it came from my wall so I have this wall of quotes that I put up for I don't know just motivation kind of like being Mary Jane if you've ever seen that show like very much giving that and this one comes from Babe Ruth and it says every strike brings me closer to the next home run. And it's like everything that's not working out for you, like it's going to just bring you closer to wherever you need to go. And it made me say, I know that's right. So what about you? This one's coming. It's not really a quote. Well, I mean, I guess it is, but it's from my mom and I was talking to her earlier this week. Yeah. And she was telling me like, you know, a lot of people get stopped at just trying. Like, you're already ahead of 50% of the people if you just try. So the other 50% is just hustle. So if you want to do something out there, start. Don't think about it. Start. Be bad at it. Mess up and keep going. I know that's right. Well, Aaron, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for being on this show. This was so fun, so real. I feel like I'm inspired. I have new grind, new hustle. So before we kind of close it out here, is there anything you would like to promote? You guys want to follow me, my Instagram, basically all of my social medias is AC Films. Mm -hmm. AC Films with a Z at the end, no S. And I'll be doing scene studies every Sunday. There will be a new episode tomorrow. It will be lighthearted, funny. Everybody can get into it. So check me out and just stay tuned, man. Just stay tuned. A lot of work coming. So No, I literally love watching your videos. So I am very excited for Sunday. But with that, we have reached the end of the show. Make sure to subscribe to The Gap With Real Pod on Instagram. We do a lot of fun things over there. And without further ado, I will see you next week for another episode of the Gabbard Real Pod. Bye!